Hi, everyone. This is Pleasance. And today I spoke with my friend, Aza, about Mama Toto Village. And we are raising money for this wonderful community organization for Mother's Day. And I wanted to um, have a little bit of personal connection. And it turned out to be a fabulous conversation. Um, so much wisdom that um, was spoken and heard. And so I wanted to share it with you guys. So enjoy. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day weekend. Take good care. All right. Since now we're recording. So go ahead and give us a little bit about where some of our donations are going. I was right like, now. maybe... I'm like, maybe I should sit up. So you don't need to. Your beautiful sweatshirt, a beautiful face. You don't you this is a casual community. I haven't washed hair, showered in days. It's I'm all like, I'm laying down in my bed, like, hey. This is the new work from home. This that's your office. Yeah, so um our the donations like the support that people give monetarily to Mama Toto goes towards our food pantry, um, which we try to restock every month. So we do have families um, who are experiencing food insecurity, and so we try to supplement um, their uh, food resources each month. Um, and this, you know, this situation has really, has definitely, I mean, it was already an issue um, with families, especially families in a district. Um, we also serve families in PG County as well. Um, but, you know, this continues to exacerbate um, the already underlying social and structural determinants that people are experiencing. Um, we also use our donations to go towards like emergency resources. So sometimes, I mean, in this situation, people aren't being evicted, which is great, but we have people, we have actually clients who are in a process of threat and eviction. Um, so they're in the legal process of that right now. Um, so sometimes we do provide like emergency assistance that could be like, you know, what do you need to stay in your home? And then let's work with you on like your budget, your financial side, so that you can maintain this home that you're in. Sometimes it's utility assistance. Sometimes our clients are living in um, hazardous living spaces and it's not safe for them to be in that environment anymore. And like the advocacy part even though we do that and um, we start that process, it takes too long for them to resolve the issue where that person's health is in jeopardy or the health of their children is also in jeopardy. So our resources generally go, like those are the main things. Um, all of our donations, we use it for clients. Like we don't, you know, we have a separate expense for operations, but things that our clients need, um, and even if that includes like mama baby supplies, so if there are things that we're not getting in terms of donations, so like car seats are things that people need a lot. Um, you know, sometimes, especially with our twin moms, they need double strollers or just other things like that, that mm -hmm. we can say we have this donation pot and then we can just purchase that item for the mom um, and provide her, you know, provide her with basics that she needs for herself and her baby. So that's it. That's How what we can women get linked up with you with you guys. Yeah, so it's a couple different avenues that people are coming in to do our services. Um, mm -hmm. One of those is um, providers. So mm -hmm. providers are a big supporter um, of ours. And then um, our clients, all of the clients in a home visiting program are on Medicaid. 
-hmm. and Medicaid, we contract with Medicaid managed care organizations in the district, and they also are a source of referral. Lastly is self-referral. So and people just hear about the program or they had a family member or friend who utilized the service and they want to be in a program. Okay. Um, yeah, I think those are like the main channels. I mean, other organizations also refer. Um, it may also be like we've had child and family services refer clients to the program, especially those who need more support. So just different different avenues and different pathways that people, you know, we get to be grateful enough to, um, you know, support people on their journey to parenthood. How long have you guys been an organization? Since 2013. Yeah, well, a long time. Yeah, I was like the other day. I was, like, of you. I was like, we're like, this is sustainable. <laughs> we're old. This works. We're doing it. We're doing it. You know, our, our program, like, even though we started in 2013, like, we really, really got started in, like, 2015, honestly. So, you know, just really seeing the growth of the organization over the last five years and moving, you know, like, so my, um, I have a checkered background, but, <laughs> like, one part of my background um, so I'm getting my doctorate in like organizational leadership and management and you know I'm just heavily interested in the sustainability of nonprofits and so yeah. just being able to see that we're moving you know along that trajectory of sustainability and um, you know like really doing the work and be and being good stewards over the resources that we have so that this can be something that's here you know in the community as a resource like you know, beyond me, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be a mama shelter forever, you know, and, um, but just knowing that I was able to be a part, you know, like, have a hand in creating something that's going to be in it, be a fixture, you know, and hopefully a, a resource that people can trust, you know, and a resource that people know that is nurturing and non-judgmental, you know, like, we have a very much like take your shoes off and lay all your burdens down space, you know? And so it's just amazing to be able to see this blossom. It's like a baby, you know, it's like, Oh, look at you now. <laughs> like, Oh, you could do it by yourself. Yeah. So it, it very much feels like we're moving into that, like, early you know that like oh you're like you're a kid you're moving into first grade you're doing good like you're thriving so I feel you know I feel good about where the organization is and you know also just feel so blessed to have um amazing like donors and supporters because I think you know as a nonprofit, you need I always say that um just being somebody like on a co-founder like a like in a founder space you know it's like it doesn't matter if you don't have people that's willing to invest in your dreams and your vision you know like otherwise it's just a great idea but having people that believe in the work that we're doing or feel touched by the work that we're doing um and even if they themselves don't see uh see that part of of sometimes what people are experiencing in their own lives but being able to 
be able to align with the journey of like being a parent, you know, like it's just like being able to find those points. Like I can connect here, you know? So I, like, I love that about our organization. I love that about the people who show up to support us. Um, it just, I don't know. I like never get used to all of this either. <laughs> I'm just like, this is so amazing. Like, it's just, I don't know. I like, I never, I'm still in like an awe space, definitely. I don't know if I'll ever get used to it, but it's, yeah, it's, it's been an exciting, an exciting journey. Um, and just, you know, just, just really always in a, in a place of like gratefulness, you know, cause it's exciting. So, yeah. <laughs> you're such a gift to the world. Thank you. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing. Thank you. Close, because we're doing this for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, will you tell some personal thoughts about mothering, whether it's <laughs> your mother or grandmother or someone who mothered or you're mothering someone or a mother in the community? Just some, like, what do you think about that big M word? <laughs> Mother Earth. We're celebrating Mother Earth this Sunday. Like All the mothers. We want to, yeah. since we're doing it online, we just want to, We've always had in-person Mother's Day events, retreats, mm-hmm. workshops. And mm-hmm. this year I'm like, well, we're going to be online. So why can't everyone just celebrate something within Mama Earth, their own grandmother, a mother line, the way they're mothering their pets. Like you don't have to actually have, be a mother of a human right now to celebrate this beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, I like motherhood, <laughs> like motherhood is this, um, roller coaster of a journey like it I feel like it takes you in all types of directions both expected and unexpected more unexpected on the <laughs> on that aspect um and I think it's one of those like beautifully um imperfect experiences that we go through that shape us in so many different ways that I don't think we fully actualize or realize I, and, and like, I'm still like, I'm like deep in the motherhood journey right now, you know, like I have three children and definitely at different phases of development. Like I have a teenager, I have a preteen, and then I have a, you know, a child who's kind of just entering, like, you know, she's seven and she's like entering that like second cycle of her own life. Right. And like finding her own self, um, and her own voice and, you know, it's different um mothering girls and boys like like just there there's different um different kind of nuances I think about parenting them and just also parenting them as individual people because their personalities are so vastly different um while also trying to you know like I look at I I look at everything through, through like a systems lens and you know for me like this journey is is about savoring all of those like little moments in time but it's also about the type of humans i want to send out into the world as adults right um you know and so i always when i think about parenting i'm like what type of adult do i want this person to be right like is this somebody i would like to hang out with and spend time with right and so or it's just like you suck as a person like and that's not that the type of person that i want to go out into this world and so you know i feel like motherhood is like raw and it's it's i feel like it's like a blank 
sheeted canvas. It's like you have this baby. It's just like a blank slate. And even though, even if you've done it like five times over, like every baby is like a blank canvas, right? It feels like you just started all over with a new person that you're gonna have to try to figure out. And but but I think that when we allow it, um, and I think that when we extend grace and patience to both ourselves and our children. Um, I think that motherhood allows us to see ourselves more fully. I think it allows us to be more human. Um, I think that it activates a level of connectedness and compassion um, and purpose and, and passion that sometimes we, we may have had it, but it, it ignites something different in us because I think you, you curate this urgency to create a better space and world for your little people to grow up in, right? Um, yeah, like, I don't know, like motherhood is like, I, you know, and I know that that's not everybody's lot either, right? Like that's not everybody's journey and path, like whether it's chosen or not, right? Um, but I think that the ability, the choice to mother, let me say that, right? The choice that, that some of us have because there's also spaces in which people were, are mothering um, under a situation where they're not choosing to be in that situation, right? But those of us who choose the path of motherhood, you know, it's, I feel like it's like choosing the path to um, actualizing you, actualizing your purpose that is exempt from motherhood, right? Like, I don't, I don't believe that I think the motherhood is the is the gateway into into purpose. Like I think that we sometimes figure out our purpose inside of like that mothering journey. Um, I think that we birth things that maybe we wouldn't have birthed had we not taken that pathway. Um, and we hear like I hear so many stories like it's like I had a kid and like my whole life transformed and I just felt really like passionate about this one thing, right? Or I had a kid who had something hot, like something going on, a special need. And like, I developed this whole thing. Right. And like, there's so much that I think it, it sparks in terms of creativity. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that as mamas, like I always say, like, be patient with ourselves, give ourselves grace that, um, mothering, just like being human is being, and be it's a journey of being and becoming at all times. Um, there's no handbook, like we're never gonna know <laughs> all the things, like no matter if you have young children or old children, I think it's always, a it's a journey in different phases of life and that relationship looks different in different spaces. And I think that also recognizing that our children have agency and autonomy over who they become and we play a part in that, but it's a part. <laughs> like they, they come with their own um blueprint right that that we genetically had a part in but there's something else going on like they are their own people and i think that recognizing that as the parent like we were the vehicle to bring them to this earth space but we don't own them like we have we have no ownership over them and that it's our duty to provide safety to provide a space of nurture and support and also that space for them to actualize who they are as people um and to you know support them and encourage them 
to lean into their own discomforts, just like we have to do that as parents. So I always say like, <clears throat> we have to be the people we want our children to become, right? And so we can't be trying to like make better people if we're not striving in the same way. Also believe in being really transparent and honest with your children, like cry in front of them, like show them show them what it means to be fully human, right? Um, I think this is really, really critical, um, especially for our boys. You know, I think like showing them that it's okay to be gentle and it's okay to cry and it's okay to show emotion, you know? And for our girls, I think like that same, that on the other end of the spectrum, like we can't hold double standards. We can't police their bodies, um, but we have to help them lean into being like badass young women that that are that are body aware and that are clear about their own boundaries um and it like that double standard piece is like crazy you know like raising boys and girls and so i think that um or or however your children identify right i think that's the other part too because you our children may not identify as either and so this being comfortable with allowing your children to be who they are going to be and supporting them in that I think is like really um and not putting our own adult stuff onto them you know like I think we do that a lot too um <laughs> we do like it's like yeah. not putting our adult stuff. It's like they're not even thinking that way like that's your stuff you know so I think that um you know I I think that like I, you know I don't I think that um to me like there's parenting is a bi-directional exchange even though I do believe in setting like clear boundaries as parents, like you have to establish like you're the parent. You can't mm -hmm. just be like, who's the parent? I don't know. But you know, you, you establish that those like clear, like I am the parent and I hear you. Like I'm willing, I'm willing to hear you. And as that person grows older, you know, with, with maturity and responsibility, you know, that you, you open that space up for there to be more diplomacy, you know, and for them to, to me being able to participate in their own rearing in a way <laughs> it's like you know it's just like discipline too like just as an example you know it's like as at a certain age you're old enough and i'm like what is the consequence that you think you should have based yeah. on what you did right because at a point it's like natural consequences and they have to learn that mm -hmm. um but you know i think i think that um you know we we have to just, I think that part of like recognizing that your kid is like their own person <laughs> and they're like a tiny, they're a tiny human and they're not like, they're not your ownership. I think it's just like a, to me, it's like a huge, like, okay, wait, like this is who you are. And like, how can I support that? I think kind of is, is what I always tell parents. I'm like, just Figure, learn your child, learn who they are, learn how they communicate. It's no different than you would do with somebody that you just met, you know, like it's, it's not a different dynamic, but I think we walk into that space of like, why don't you act this way? Why don't you like, cause that's not who they are. <laughs> so how about you come into their world, learn them, how they best communicate, how do they best receive information? Um, how do they best receive your love? Like, not every child is going to be touchy-feely doesn't mean they don't like you that's just not their their thing you know so i think and i think that's also a part of like the silver lining and all of this like craziness that's happening right now is they just those opportunities especially people who are not always privileged enough to have the 
time is a privilege right and mm-hmm. like having that privilege of of being able to spend um boundless amounts of time with their children mm-hmm. and so like using using these moments in time to really get to know your child and talk to them and come into their world and find out what they're interested in um and not you know not expecting them to i like act and behave in a way that's also not like age appropriate you know i think again we put our adult stuff onto our kids and we're like why don't you think or act or behave this way they're like because i can't my frontal lobe isn't developed i'm not gonna make rational choices all the time but you know i just yeah like i think it's just i always just be patient with yourself you know like nobody gets it right sometimes we get it wrong we get a lot of it wrong and we do a lot of it right you know and sometimes you're going to yell at your kid and then just apologize you know <laughs> like just apologize like i'm sorry like i lost my shit <laughs> like, yeah like you know because it affects them you know so i think just i don't know i don't see anything wrong with apology i apologize to my kids i'm like my bad like i was yeah. tripping and you know, like, I'll do better next time, you know, but I feel like it, it creates a space where they don't see, they're like, you're not human, right, um, it's like, people mess up, and at the same time, you keep striving to do better, um, and I think that, to me, there's something about being able to see those, all those different dimensions, I think, in a relationship, especially, like, a parenting relationship, that I feel like impacts you like I mean just reflecting back on my own you know like being parented and just being able to see those imperfect those imperfections you know it takes away this like mysticism around this idea that I think our culture promotes of like the perfect mother Mm -hmm. like it's not nobody's the perfect mother like (laughs) mother messy and it's just messy (laughs) it's a beautiful mess and like, <laughs> it's organized chaos yep <laughs> and, you know, and so I just I think when you like I think as a mom I think when you like let go of all of those expectations I think it just makes it so much easier and it makes it funner mm-hmm. you know and find support when you need it I always say that too as a mama because sometimes like our kids push us to the limit or it's just stressful sometimes you know and have some have somebody to vent to um whether it's your partner or whether it's just another mama that's also going through it that can empathize with what you're going through you know um but those are my like motherhood (sighs) things So much wisdom in there. I was taking notes and little quotes and trying to. I know. I was like, send me this recording. Remember. I never remember what I said. I will. It's so beautiful. There's just a lot of wisdom that you were able to thread and pull that I think will really resonate with people this time of year while we're going through this, but then also Mother's Day and spring and May renewal. And there's just a lot there and the messiness that we see in nature is happening inside of us and so Uh when we see ourselves as completely connected to mother earth then we don't have to be perfect we don't there's no like you said there's no i mean there's just no such thing because the perfection is that connection of the shifts and the tides and the seasons Uh and the weather 
And it's like, oh, that's me too. Oh, Mm -hmm. cool. And so I just love what you said. Thank you so much. Um, Any final closing asks, call to action? I know we're going to donate money, which will help with all of the projects that you talked about earlier. Any other in any other ways our feet can activate or minds or anything else you guys you'd like from us? Anyone who's listening? I'll put links uh, to everything so people can just easily click. So Yeah. So I mean other way I mean like obviously like <laughs> I was like obviously like after COVID is over. But um people could, you know, like we are actually gonna be starting um like a uh ambassador program soon um so i will definitely share that with you um but it's basically for people who you know like want to be more part of the organization and really want to um be like an ambassador for mama toto like out in the community and so you know like there'll be a training but they'll also get like lots of mama toto swag man tell me where to sign up So, you know, it's just like being able to leverage your own networks of people to really bring them into the village um, and like just continue to grow this work so that, you know, that moms in our community have the have the nurture, love and support that they need as they are transitioning on this like parenthood journey. Right. And that like mamas regardless, like the spectrum of mama is like the spectrum of mamas like you know for us like mama is also a very I should say like it's a very inclusive word and so it doesn't just mean like female mama you know it mm-hmm. like we use that as a term to say like whether you're a trans mom or you're a non-gender conforming mama or whoever you are um and, wh- and whoever you're mothering right because it could be biological it could be adoption it could be your whatever your situation is but you know just making sure that that mamas are getting what they need. Um, and also what they need from a place of like authenticity, I think about like, like I was just sharing about the parenting journey um, and not giving this like romanticized <laughs> like version of motherhood because that really doesn't serve us. And if anything, it actually, <laughs> it actually creates the pathways for like poor mental health, you know, yeah. when, yeah. we're trying to live up to an expectation that we can never meet because it was never real in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you know, like we really, you know, like we're really true to that, you know, healthy mamas, healthy babies and healthy communities because families are the cornerstone of, of a healthy community. Right. And if we don't have healthy people. We won't have healthy families. And so just really being able to um, support though that journey you know, as people are moving through that journey throughout space and time. So that's all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. You as well. A nice relaxing celebration of yourself. Yes. <laughs> and all you do. Thank you. And your so your daughter, how old is she now? Um, Sailor's 12. Oh, and you have a, you have a about to be teenager. <laughs> Milo's eight and he's going to be nine in July. And it's everything you said, the girl and the boy and the sensitivity and the strength and the, I was, when you said, I wrote down when you said you wanted to parent and raise children who become adults you want to hang out with. 
there are sometimes I don't want to hang out with the person that sometimes my son is right now. And so uh -huh. I'm being mindful Absolutely. of his, <laughs> of some of the ways that he operates. And I have a little bit more time maybe while I'm here and he's here to explore that. But that was a really almost like a visceral, I had like a visceral reaction because there's a lot of um, behavior that I see in him that is extremely like activating for me in a lot uh -huh. of ways. And I know in the mind that, and so that patience and that gentleness, uh, looking at the uh -huh. big vision, that I just want you to know that wisdom really landed in my heart because I do get frustrated and kind of uh, walk away. And I have all these spiritual practices that are extremely alone and isolated. Like I'll go meditate uh -huh. myself, if, but that's not really going to create the adult per se. Um, and it is going to be a balance of who he is and clearing out who, how he emerges and what's my role in that shaping, especially uh, his, uh -huh. his gender, his race and his identity. It's extremely motivating uh, because, because, uh -huh. as we uh -huh. all know, because I already have a lot of not so nice feelings towards all those boxes he checks. So I'm trying uh -huh. to balance, um, and think about that in the world. So thank you again, just so much for that wisdom because it, it was really profound. So you're such a gift to the world and however we can continue to collaborate, we're down. So thank you, thank you. Thank you.